0: Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode nine. Hi, my name is Boris. Uh, I'm CEO of Strix, a Shopware partner. Uh, Today with me there is Voter, who is usually our whispering voter. But because Thomas was not able to join, uh, Voter is going to to help me uh, with discussion with our today's guest.
1: Hello, my name is Router Dieters. I'm a freelance e-commerce consultant specialized in migrations and in, um, yeah, everything what has to do with e-commerce. Thanks for the introduction, Boris. I'm looking forward to to this great podcast with our guest, uh, Ricardo Tempesta, today. So, yeah, uh, Ricardo, uh, could you please introduce yourself to us? Oh,
2: yeah, sure. So my name is Ricardo Tempesta and I'm CTO at Skiller. Uh Skiller is an Italian company that is basically uh, verticalized on e-commerce solutions. And uh, yeah, that's basically my job. And I'm a nerd, but probably you know that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: You've been famous,
0: Ricardo, recently, because uh, I've seen you on some podcasts. Then there were some updates about some, some acquisitions that you had with your business. And then uh you know I opened my refrigerator and uh, we have a new pizzeria that is next to us and there is a big box. Uh the name of the pizzeria is Ricardo, so uh I think it was two weeks <laughs> oh, ago. So, whatever I, I whatever I open, there is uh there is uh you know some something in uh related to, to Ricardo. Uh hey okay, Ricardo the Pizza. Yeah, the pizza is great. Yeah, the, the pizza is great. So the the name for, for, for pizzeria for pizzeria is cool. Uh Okay, Ricardo, you come from uh, from Italian market. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about about Italian market? If you look at um, e-commerce, if you look at uh, you know platforms uh, that are popular on on Italian market, and also the um, the current situation with uh, with e-commerce business in Italy.
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, as you can imagine, uh, because of this year, and we all know uh, what kind of year as this one, we had. Uh, uh, I think a very huge, uh, increase, uh, on e-commerce solutions. So basically the market is going very good. I can say from my perspective, at least, uh, because now, uh, actually commerce is the, you know, the safest way to, to have goods at home. And during the last month, last lucky months, it was the only way you had to have something at home. Uh, so, uh. I can say the market is uh, nice from the e-commerce agency's perspective and uh, talking about the solutions, I think uh, the most popular in Italy are probably, uh, yeah, of course, Shopify that everyone probably knows, uh, Magento, but even some WooCommerce solutions. Uh, You know, Italy is a uh, is a very uh, a market that is mainly composed by uh, small companies. Uh, so usually you have a huge amount of small solutions, you know, uh, solutions oriented for small business like you know, uh, like I said, WooCommerce or uh, Shopify, whatever. Uh, we also have, of course, a great a great uh, amount of Magento installations for uh, the higher level and now even Shopware. Uh, is is going to take something about the market of Italy? Uh, but you know, Shopware is not exactly the most known uh, now. But uh, I see that day after day, uh, more people are telling about are talking about that solution.
1: Is that mainly uh, merchants who know about the brand Shopware, or is that agencies and and um, mostly agencies. Partner? Ah, okay, mostly agencies. Uh, usually, uh, when
2: you when you find some merchant, it's quite uncommon to find a merchant that exactly knows what kind of solution they want. They want to they want to have. So usually, they ask you for uh, the more enlightened. They, they ask you for an e-commerce, but sometimes they just ask you for a website. So you can imagine they have no idea sometimes. Mm-hmm. Only maybe uh, bigger uh, merchants can uh, that have made maybe a an internal uh, technical uh, officer. Uh, know something about the solution. And in that case, they ask you uh, about a specific solution. But currently, uh, while Magento, for example, is most known uh, from the merchant perspective, Shopper is most known from the agency's perspective. Uh, Of course, it's quite new to the Italian market. So I think even the merchants must uh, still uh, understand it exists, how it works, what are the main advantages, and, and so on.
1: Uh, Ricardo, another question. Uh, due to COVID, uh, we've seen, you know, uh, I'm from the Benelux myself uh, and in the US, for example, you saw the, gro- the growth of, uh, of, you know, uh, ten, li- 10 years in three months. Is that something like w- what happened in uh, Italy as well? Or is it maybe even bigger because uh, Italy was pretty hard uh, uh, hit by, by COVID-19, of course?
2: I, honestly, I don't have any numbers, so I cannot compare uh, if, if, if it was a growth of 10 years. But for sure, we, have a, we had a huge growth. Uh, the only difference we, we had in Italy, uh, that Italy was the first really impacted country after China. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was quite unexpected. So no one was prepared. So actually, we're seeing now uh, merchants moving to uh, real e-commerce solutions. While maybe in the other countries, they are the, uh, the example of Italy uh, about the COVID situation that they probably prepared than before. So uh, we are growing probably now because uh, all the merchants saw what can happen when uh, a so weak system ca- collapsed. And the e-commerce is the only way you have to sell something. Of course, all the merchants that already had an e-commerce solution had a huge growth. It was impressive. I have some customer Mm -hmm. that was growing probably 20, 20 times. It was impressive. Uh, Merchants that were placing, let's say, 50 orders per day. Now they're placing 500 for days so it's and, and
1: What kind of uh, uh, verticals were that? Were that in, let's say, uh, in, in food and in uh, fashion and in that kind of verticals, or were that yeah. in total different uh, verticals? Where, uh, where you didn't expect it, know: know,
2: I have a customer that probably is it was the most impressive from this perspective, that is selling a uh, pet food. Uh, you, actually, you, you don't expect pet food to go. But if you think, of course, during the COVID situation, no one could leave home, uh, of course, to buy uh, the pet food, of course, because if you, if you were leaving home to buy the pet food, probably the police were uh, giving you a penalty. Uh, so basically, uh, this customer has a huge growth, and now they're keeping selling that uh, pet food because uh, now the people is used to buy online, that kind of uh, that kind of good. And of course, even, uh, fashion, but fashion was, uh, differently impact, uh, because you know, in Italy fashion is more, um, uh, it's a different market. I mean, it's more f- related to a physical location. You, you have a physical store where you, uh, try your, uh, your clothes and, uh, and so on. So, uh, selling online is something, uh, I can't say strange, but it's slightly different. They, have, but also them, they, they, they also have a, a quite huge uh, improvement. But now they're probably uh, seeing a decrease of that market, mm-hmm. probably because people are yeah. going back to the uh, to the physical shops. Yeah. While for some other uh, markets, I see that uh, the market basically didn't go down, but is continuing uh, with the same trend of the COVID situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely true. And I think it's the the, the, the situation we have.
0: Let's record I'm it again. For... No, it's... it's absolutely true. The situation we have that, uh, just customer behavior has changed and, uh, we just learned that, uh, it's much easier, much faster, much simpler, and sometimes it's cheaper. You know, just to instead of going for this dog food um, to mm, to the grocery or to some 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 special you know uh, shop you order online, which is so convenient, and you get it and you get it delivered. So I think many people just. Change their uh, change their habit, and uh, even though the the lockdown is gone, um, they behave different because they they they, they notice that it's uh, it's easy, it's convenient, and they have more time for the other for the other activities. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. so how it how how in your case it happened with Shopware? So how you learned about Shopware? What was your first um, first uh, connection, first touch with Shopware?
2: Uh, it was last year. I was in a in a conference. It was a a very famous Italian conference. Uh, it is the netcom forum uh, that take, take place in Milan. And uh, one girl, Melanie, basically came to, to our stand and said, hey, do you know something about shopware? At that time, I, I honestly said, I have no idea what you're talking about. But then, you know, uh, like what usually happens, you, you, you listen, there is a new solution. Well, actually, I heard something before about this solution, but I wanted to... Uh, to check it. And after a few months, I contacted her back and, uh, and I told her, uh, can I know something more about this solution? Uh, because, you know, I have the feeling we are we're probably more known for, uh, for example, Magento solutions. But uh, what happened uh, with Magento is that, uh, for example, Magento was the main competitor of itself with Magento 2 and Magento 1. Uh, because they are totally dif- So the main competitor of Magento 2 was Magento 1, actually, uh, at least in Italy. It was quite yes. funny. Uh, and now, since they uh, totally divided the, the the market approach because Magento 1 was focused for a different market uh, if compared to Magento 2, because Magento 2 is for a higher market, I think there is uh, one hole in the middle that is totally left from Magento, and probably shopware, is the best solution that is fitting that gap. This is my this is my feeling, and this is why I decided to uh, became partner of Shopper uh, and starting some project with Shopware.
0: Okay, cool. And uh, and looking looking at Shopper also uh, because you uh, you've been famous uh, uh, not only for for you know name for the pizzeria, uh, but also but also for 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 security, and this was your main 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 thing to do. So how do you compare if you look at uh, from your perspective on shopware, for example, versus Magento or some other, other solution? Because you are very deeply, as you mentioned, you're, uh, you're a nerd. You are the guy who's really going deep into, um, into the technology. So how do, you, how do you compare? How do you see advantages of shopware?
2: Uh, it is very hard to compare because I think they're totally different solutions because while uh, Magento uh, usually reinvents everything, I mean, uh, Magento is a, is a framework, It's a custom framework with an e-commerce solution on the top. Shopware basically is an implementation over Symfony. So they're a slightly different uh, approach. Uh, All of them have some advantages advantages and some cons probably. Uh, For example, from the Magento perspective, you you can find uh, a lot of bugs, uh, security bugs, because of the complex implementation. Because, you know, usually bugs are divided into uh, incidental bugs. So basically you wrote something wrong in your code and some architectural bugs. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually in Magento you find uh, some incidental bug. Let's, let's call them in this way. So um, a bad implementation, or at least something that was not exactly perfect, uh, that uh, together with a complex structure creates a security bug. Because usually, you know, a security bug is not something that you, you can find easily. Usually it's composed by different factors. Mm-hmm. In Shopper, is different because you have a more uh, solid, I think, uh, framework that is Symfony uh, at its base. Then what you can find is a bug on the uh, top layer, on the higher level. Uh, so basically, at the implementation layer. I think there is still something that must be uh, fixed from the architectural uh, perspective in Shopware. For example, I see a lot of use of uh, unserialize and serialized inside the code, for example, and every PHP developer knows exactly what I mean. So basically, they are a threat. Uh, but honestly, I didn't find still a way to use them, but I can see there are potential security bugs there. Uh, I'm, I'm playing with Shopware, so I'm, I'm pretty new uh, with, with Shopper, so I, I cannot, I don't know it in a, in, a, uh, in all the details. But what I found is that there is something that must be fixed from the um, architectural uh, perspective. As again, I didn't find anything wrong. I mean, I wasn't able to use any of them to um, uh, to break Shopper. But I think that I, if I if I will uh, spend some time, I probably will find something. And when I will do, as I usually do, I don't publish anything. I don't say anything to anyone. I just send an email to shopper saying, fix it. This is my approach. Because yeah. I don't like publishing if you don't fix. It's, I don't like that approach, honestly. OK. But, uh, but the,
0: yeah, if, if, if you look at the market situation, yeah, recently, what was it like uh, just a few days ago, uh, there was a big uh, vulnerability with Magento 1. Uh, mm-hmm. A potential yeah, a problem. If you look at Magento two cases uh, back in you know five years, then usually every few months we have a big you know notice uh, that uh, a lot of shop has been yeah. affected by uh, by some security issues. Uh, comparing it to Shopware, uh, from my perspective, of course there is a still Shopware five, which is that common. But if you look at totally Shopware, is about one hundred thousand. One hundred thousand you know installations, so it's a huge it's a huge part of the market i haven't really seen any uh, any of that kind of notification with uh, with shopper. so you think it's more their approach uh, which of course right now it's symphony before shopper five uh it hasn't been symphony um, or it, or it's more like a different 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 way of uh, you know developing uh, developing the product
2: uh, I'm not trans to what you mean uh, okay if, if you uh, no, uh, okay, so we can we can
0: you know what I mean that uh, there are um, there are uh, vulnerabilities in Magento one, Magento two, and you can see see you know some some security um, portals here yeah, saying like one thousand Magento one shops has been inf- infected, yeah, or you know whatever like mm. big big security hole in Magento two. If you look at uh, Shopware, uh, I haven't really seen that kind of uh, announcement ever uh mm-hmm. yeah so it's uh okay you, you, you think I it's more you, uh, you think it's more uh an issue and challenge of the approach or or just the technology itself
2: uh no i don't think that uh i think the main reason is probably uh because uh Magenta one uh, had a bigger community than shopper before i think that okay. uh, well uh let's start with uh, uh with one point that is that no application is secure so uh, Magento can, I mean, no application can be considered 100% secure. So I don't think that Magento is better than Shopware or Shopware better than Magento from the security perspective. I think they both can have uh, security vulnerabilities. And when you have a product that is mainly impacted from security, you have two uh, two possible reasons. One, you, you have a poor implementation, then it's full of security issues. So everyone can can attack. And the second one is that, Uh, When you find the minimum security issue, everyone knows about that, Mm -hmm. Uh, so everyone is attacking. This is what happened, for example, with a lot of security issues of Magento One. I don't. uh, If you remember the shoplift, uh, it was one of the uh, biggest security issues that Magento had. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean that it was published uh, on a website the way to uh, crack Magento. Uh, so basically, a lot of people knew that uh, there were thousands of installations, so they decided to, uh, to use it. I think that, for example, if we discover some kind of bugs with uh, shopware, but I mean shopware, it can be everything else, can be WordPress, can be uh, WooCommerce or whatever, and we publish, of course, you will have tons of attacks. Yeah. So I think the main difference is, is that this is why, for example, before I told you, I will never publish a security mm-hmm. issue. Because I don't like because you, it is not the company creating the software that is paying something. Actually, it is the merchant that is being attacked. And sure. uh, another point is that yeah, of course, you are talking about Magento One that is end of life since uh, a lot of time. I mean, it's yeah. product. <laughs> for yeah, a few so, months already. Yeah, yeah, and they have been you know postponing the end of life continuously. Uh, because people were not able to uh, to upgrade, so I think it's quite uh, normal to have a lot of security issues there.
0: Yes, I mean that's also the uh, the, the consequence of a common and a popular solution, especially open source yeah. when it's uh, when it's open and you know about those um, um, those issues and then and, and security problems. On the other hand, they are they're. They are fixed. There are some solutions for this. If you if you would do a custom solution, then you would probably have much much more potential uh, issues, but but not so many uh, people and not so many audience and not so much uh, so much people yeah. in community to talk about it. So there's always some challenge, some
2: challenge in security. Because if you if you take for example WordPress, WordPress has the same problem. They they had they had a few months in the past is with every single day that we're, uh, there was a vulnerability of WordPress. Mm-hmm. So basically, they, they had the same problem. Why? Because they had a huge community. So what I expect in the next future, probably, it would be the same with Shopper. It, it,
1: you know, it's the same. Uh, it, it's The uh, the biggest issue is, like, how bigger the community, how uh, uh, more attractive attractive it is for a hacker to yeah. go for that community, you know? And, um you know, it's a combination, you know, also with Magento, too. It has so much lines of code, and there are so many crappy uh, uh, extensions on the market. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It, yeah. you know, it, it's it, it's a big uh, uh, billboard there. Hack me, hack me. So, um, yes. yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, um, for Shopware, that's less uh, the fact because it has less lines of code. It has a smaller community yeah, um, but it's, so, it's even yeah.
2: simpler. I mean, it's less, much more or less complex. Uh, yeah, if compared sure. to Magento. But I think the main reason now is just that Shopware is very known. For example, in Germany, probably Netherlands. Mm-hmm. In the rest of the world, you are still uh, understanding that Shopware exists now and is spreading across the world now. Mm-hmm. So uh, honestly, what what I think uh, is that. Shopware today is in the same position of Magento one, seven eight years ago. So yeah. uh, uh, I expect honestly in the in the next days to 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 have a, a huge growth of the popularity of Shopware uh, for the reason I told you before and even the security
1: issues. Of yeah, I, I think the Gartner men- mentioning uh, is also really important here. You know now also. Um, the, the the bigger uh, let's say uh, the bigger SMB slash enterprise uh, customers are going to look for Shopbear as an alternative for Magento or for other other e-commerce solution uh, because if they they are mentioned and
2: uh, yeah but I, I also think that today. Uh, yes, you're, take, you're talking about Shopware as an alternative. Uh, yes. the real step would be uh, that I want Shopware. I don't want an alternative. So nope. uh, I expect in the next day, in the next days, oh, no, sorry, in the next years, in the next months, that maybe uh, Magento is an alternative to Shopware. Uh, it depends on your business, uh, on your business level, because of course, if you're in the middle, if you have a small business. Magento 2 is actually not good for you. It's too expensive, probably. Uh, uh, Well, actually, it depends on the outlook you have, but I think it's too expensive. So actually, your real solution is ShopRite. It's not an alternative. It's the best fit for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ricardo, so looking also at the
0: situation on the market that e-commerces are growing. So, you know, instead of just e-commerce with some additional uh, channel, uh, suddenly it became so important. Do you see more and more companies like coming to you and asking, you know, it became serious. Uh, We know it's important. Uh, We need to check the security. We need to look at this, um, uh, the whole, you know, e-commerce and the the current platform that we are having completely different because it's, uh, you know, it's end of testing, trying and seeing potential of e-commerce. It became, you know, really, uh, in many cases, the key of the the business. Do you see the change of the approach to, uh, to be more professional, to 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 start thinking about something like you know security, customer data,
2: you know uh, GDPR and so on. To be one hundred percent honest, no. Uh, I mean, uh, the only company uh, that asks you for uh, some security assessment or uh, some security specification, usually they add a huge a huge breach. Uh, if they didn't have any breach in the past, they usually simply don't care. Uh, I know it's quite silly uh, because today uh, e-commerce solution is not anymore something new and something only for small companies. Actually, I think it's the opposite is for uh, bigger companies, but usually they don't care about security until something happens. Uh, so <laughs> I know it's very sad. At least this is what happened in Italy. But you know, Italy is a country in which uh, we're uh, still calling it the new economy, and after thirty years, it is still new economy. So I think that we we, we need. I don't know if it is the same in uh, in Poland or in uh, in Netherlands or in Germany or wherever. Uh, but I think uh, we need a mind shift because I, I don't think that any. Uh, merchant having a physical shop will leave the door open uh, during the night, allowing everybody to enter the shop. so I think the same approach should be uh, used for free commerce i mean if you uh, I, what I see in my in my job is something terrifying i i 't sleep at night when i when I see <laughs> such code you know um, when I take for example projects for from other companies or from sometimes freelance. And I see what they have inside usually. It's something that is scary. Uh So they, they have SQL injections. In, they have everything inside. But usually they don't care. I mean, the merchants don't care because they, they, they... It's very silly because they say you, they tell you, oh, but I, I'm too small. No one, no one will attack me. Because they don't understand that we have a lot of people that have a ton of free time. They have a lot of free time. They will try to attack everyone just for the... Uh, just because they enjoy attacking a website so yeah. it's quite
0: uh yes, to be honest to be honest with you i think uh in poland it's quite similar so that's that you know companies they they are of course more focused on the current challenge of growth and uh not uh, not not really you know focusing on the on the security I think in many cases, it's more agencies. Like uh, we have a, a one person responsible for security who is just uh, um, checking and, and working with the teams, uh, looking for some potential you know, issues going through security tests uh, because we are, more, I think, more aware than the customers uh, that you know, the business is bigger and bigger and maybe you know, um, let's call it a decent and a good hacker is not going to attack some small shop but when the shop grows and it's yeah. bigger, um, then there is a challenge of whatever you know stealing the customer data and coming back and asking for some money uh, just to be quiet yeah or or, mm-hmm. or 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 publishing this data just to become famous yeah uh, so I think it's uh um, it's quite similar that the customers are not yet uh, the one who are uh, who are you know focusing on this uh, but it's more agencies who starts to uh, who starts to Understand and who knows uh, you know it from from the inside yeah uh, that you have to do tests the yeah. performance test and uh, security becomes more and more um, important we also had some some cases of uh, some of the companies, uh, some e is having challenges with GDRP, So they they really had a very bad bad situation. They they lost the data. They published some 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 personal data, and then then they received some first um, penalties. Uh, so it's also uh, it's also
1: like um,
0: growing. Yeah, Volker, what about the Netherlands? Yeah,
1: in the Netherlands, it's it's a bit different. I think we are um, in, not on all fronts there, but I guess uh, a lot of uh, yeah, let's let's say the more serious uh, e-commerce companies, they have a maintenance contract. I guess it's also in P- Poland and Italy the case, but I guess uh, maybe e-commerce is a bit further uh, here in the Benelux in general. Um, so we see a lot of more orders here. Yeah, no. The thing like uh, Ricardo described, like um, that now it's it, it's 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 going back. You know, people are going to buy uh, uh, fashion things in in the store again in Netherlands that don't happen. People don't have time. You know, they just order a lot of stuff and they you know that that goes its own way. But these bigger uh, uh, merchants they have the budget and and they they also see the. Uh, um, the challenges of uh, of not having your shop uh, um, well protected. So they are investing in that. But there's also a, a, a group who is focusing on growth and doesn't have that big of a budget. You know, they are more of the the, uh, um, the companies that make use of uh, a drop shipping and stuff like that. You know, they have a nice web shop, but um, yeah, they're focusing on growth. So all of the money is going into marketing. And these websites are pretty vulnerable, uh, because they are not, uh, you know, up to date. Um, So I guess, yeah, in the Netherlands, we we see that group is is lacking on uh, investing in security. And I think it's a really important thing. Like you also mentioned, Boris, uh, over the weekend, there were nearly 2000 Magento One websites hacked. So um, yeah, for me, security is really important. And um, I always, I'm pretty keen on advising people to invest in that. And um, yeah, in the past I didn't do that, but it caused a lot of issues
0: yeah of course it will change it's just as ricardo as you mentioned even opening a small shop you probably would consider having some alarm and and good uh, locker uh and uh, and doors and you wouldn't leave it uh, really? you wouldn't leave it open uh because you know from the past and from some stories and from from the history that you know this is how you do it so in this case it's probably a matter of uh, matter of time um mm-hmm. and awareness uh, and awareness of this and you will have much much more work uh to do with uh with checking out yeah, sure. and finding some uh, some potential some potential challenges, but mm-hmm. um, talking about challenges, uh, as you mentioned, still Shopper is growing. Yeah? it's uh, uh, sh- yeah. especially Shopper Six. It's uh, it's a new platform. Uh, from from your experiences, uh, what do you think are like top three um, challenges that Shopware should uh, should work on? Some whatever missing features, some. Some stuff they should uh, they should focus on um, in, in near future. Uh,
2: something quite hard to answer, uh, but I think uh, probably the most important. But it, it's actually from my perspective, so it's, it's more a technical feature. Sure. Uh, is some more uh, attention to the CI and CD procedures uh, because, for example, now something is sort to automate in in shopper uh if of, if of course we compare to magento i know that uh, shopper is coming from um, a different approach that is more a wordpress like approach i mean i installed my my shopper and i configure it by myself i think the uh, the original approach was that but now i see it is moving uh, to a more uh higher market that requires probably some automation and something is missing from that perspective. I don't want to uh, explain everything in every technical details, but uh, everyone is free to to ask me on on Twitter. Um, The second one uh, probably is a higher uh, service isolation uh, because now a shopper uh, is more um, a monolith on the uh, over the, on the top of Symfony, uh, basically. So it's quite tough to scale from the complexity perspective and the team perspective. Uh, so I think something should be uh, done from that point of view. I mean, everything that is connected, as you, as you can, can see, what, what, what I mean is everything that is connected to a more enterprise-level market.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: because I, I think it's missing, uh, still missing something from that perspective. And the last one, uh, always from the technical perspective, is some more is an approach more oriented to a version in, um, a code base that can be really uh, version controlled. Uh, for example, today we have a very uh, huge problem uh, with shopware. Well, actually, to be honest, this is a, a problem you can find almost everything. You can even find in Magento. Uh, so basically, the merchant is uh, allowed to install plugins uh, in the live shop. But when I have the code base that is under uh, version version control and I have a CI/CD pipeline allowing me to automatically deploy, it is actually an issue uh, because every uh, time I have a um, I have a code in the production environment that is different from my local environment. Uh, for example, for our customer, we created. Uh, a plugin that is limiting uh, the ability of the merchant to install, um, uh, I mean, uh, by themselves, plugin from, uh, from Shopware itself. Uh, so I think this, these are the three main aspects to I, I would like to uh, to see improved in shopper. Uh, That Basically, I think they're uh, the gate for a more enterprise uh, development approach. I know they're sure. very technical, so I didn't... As you as you yeah. can see, I didn't mention any missing feature because I, I think that today is very rich of feature software. Mm-hmm. I don't think yes, sure. anything. Especially, honestly.
0: you know, it's uh, it's also our background that we uh, we all come from, let's call it yeah, like a bigger mid-size market, enterprise market, where uh, stuff like automation, you know, the pipeline, many, many different environments uh, and so on. It's uh, it's something. Um, uh, it's something normal. We we work with this. So uh, if you if you get used to that that type of work, uh, it's, uh, it's our
1: in, default as well. Yeah. So uh, and you uh, see
0: the benefits. It's something you are you're missing uh, immediately. But uh, on the other hand, I think it's uh, It's still each agency has uh, their own um, approach to it and uh, some solutions, some some you know some pipelines that. Uh, that they develop on, on their own uh, with their environments, so it's yeah. Uh, uh, yeah it, w- it would be an interesting thing to have it somehow united, somehow you know, delivered with the um, with the platform, so we can more focus on implementation customizations uh, and delivering customers the right um, the right solution instead of just working on this uh, um, yeah workshop behind uh, um, and preparing all the environment and everything uh, and everything to uh, to work with this.
1: I also agree with you, uh, Ricardo, that, that Shopware 6 is a more up market product, you know, it's API first. And um, so it's totally different than, uh, than Shopware 5, which was, you know, in essence, uh, uh, an e-commerce solution. And Shopware 6 at the moment is still an e-commerce framework on top of yeah. Symphony, of course. So uh, it has the, the, Architecture like Magento 3 wants to have, uh, yeah, you know, like with APIs internally. Um, so um, yeah, I think that's why it's 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 a major step forward. But uh, yeah, for, for a lot of Shopware five developers, that that's what I've seen so far. It's still a big challenge to, uh, uh, or and it's more the smaller merchants. I mean, in yeah. this case, or the the, the smaller agencies implementing, um, Shopware six, for them it's more difficult. Um, and and I can I- imagine, and I can imagine also that it's easier for a uh, Magento agency to embrace. Uh, the the API first fought then 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 these smaller shopware uh, agencies, do you see that the same within your own company that that this is a logical step to go f- with or not?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, I have a my, my point is that uh, from my perspective, you know, we are a company that is coming from Magento solution, so probably uh, I mm-hmm. think I still think in the Magento way.
1: Yeah. So, okay.
2: I don't know how my, uh, you know, my opinion is exactly.
1: But I mean connected. more about, you know, like API first and uh, working with microservices around it. That's also, of course, the way Magento was going with Magento 2.4, but that's also more how Shopper works, API first. So, yeah.
2: Uh, it's slightly different, I mean, uh, because when you say API first uh, in Shopware, Magento is a different approach, at least. What I saw. Uh, Maybe I say something wrong because I, as I told you before, I'm quite new to Shopper, and I Mm -hmm. only know Shopper Six. I never.
1: uh, No, no, no. No, no. It's about it's about Shopper Six, of course. Yeah.
2: But when you say API first, uh, yeah, Shopper is API first, and uh, Magento is more API after, actually, because they they created the API uh, after the main implementation. But um, the difference probably is that Magento uh, is um, service isolated through API, while uh, Shopper it is not. Shopper is a is a monolith that is built with API first approach. You have yes. modules, but you don't have modularity. Uh, in Magento is almost the same now, but you can see that basically they are moving to a more uh, decoupled architecture. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have totally different api 1st approach. Even if the uh, result at the end from the front-end perspective is almost the same. But yeah, okay, now I just remember what I think that probably Shopware is missing is GraphQL.
1: So Ricardo, you think GraphQL is missing for Shopware? That's an I interesting so. thing.
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, because I know that Shopware has a huge and complete coverage of API. Uh, REST API, but GraphQL uh, must not be compared to REST API. It's something different for a different um, usage.
1: Okay, can you explain uh, so why, why that is?
2: Uh, so basically, uh, when you when you use a REST API, basically you uh, ask an endpoint for some information, and you have the all information back. The all information back. Uh, with GraphQL, basically, it's it's a kind. It's, oh actually, it's a kind. It's a query language for uh, structural information. So basically, you can ask. It's just an example. Uh, you can ask, for example, for um, one product, and you uh, can specify what exact information you want back. Uh, in this, call, in this uh, GraphQL call. So let's say you want SKU name, and you can also ask for related entities, like, for example, give also, also give me all, uh, the category and all the products inside that category. So basically, you compose the information you want to add back. So it's a totally different approach. With, gra- with one single GraphQL query, you can add back the information of 10 REST API calls, for example. So they are totally different. Usually, REST API from my perspective, it should be used to connect systems, so for system integrations, while to connect a front end, you should be using GraphQL. That's my um, point, but actually it is not only my my point, I think it's, it's the reason why GraphQL was created in the very beginning. So I have one single uh, to have multiple information with one single query. And I think okay. it is missing to in a, in a shopper.
1: Yeah, I, I agree on that as well. Uh, what I also see is that, of course, uh, it's it's kind of a new default, which we see a lot in, um, uh, in Magento. Uh, uh, it's a Magento standard. So we see also a lot of integrations, third-party integrations, which are going to use GraphQL. So I think there's a big need as well within the shopware market for this. And uh, so it's not something they can uh, just say it's not needed because uh, our APIs cover a lot of uh, stuff here. So, uh, yeah. Especially
2: because if you, if you see the new approach of creating, for example, PWA um, application uh, with React.js or, or JS or whatever, is actually to use GraphQL through, for example, in React, most of the people are using Apollo. And you, you can see a lot of implementation that are based on uh, GraphQL. And when GraphQL is missing, usually you have a middleware that is translating REST API to GraphQL for different time. Technically, say it's, it's a VFF, the so called backend for frontend. Mm-hmm. Or an API, a specific uh, example. So, yeah, I think it is totally missing. It will be a great feature. I'm sorry in <laughs> shopper
1: I, I think it could be Shopper's new BFF but that not not then backend front end related but best friend forever I guess in this case yeah sure
0: <laughs> yeah exactly okay Ricardo uh, coming back uh, coming back to the questions as uh, as you've seen at the end we've got some some honest questions so the are always will we'll ask you five questions uh, You've got just uh, two seconds to choose between the, mm, the question. So for example, we'll ask you skiing or snowboarding. Uh, you choose, for example, skiing. And then we ask you why you selected, why you selected, uh, why you selected skiing. And the rule is you, you haven't heard this question before, so it's a, it's a surprise. So let me start with the first question. So the first question is uh, pizza or spaghetti? Pizza. And why pizza, uh... not spaghetti? <laughs> Oh, because I like it, I don't know. <laughs> okay. And is it, do you, do you make, because uh, you're like pure Italian living next to Rome, do you do pizza and, at home, uh, you know, as probably we people from north would expect, uh, you know, uh, with big family and everybody's uh, cooking, laughing and drinking wine, eating olives and, and eating pizza?
1: It happens. It happens. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, but, uh, but Ricardo, yeah, The drinking part. You 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 are you still living with your parents or not because you know uh Jesus also was an Italian of course and he la- lived up, <laughs> up, up up to his 35th or something with his parents so no just kidding but uh <laughs> No of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I'm not yeah
0: Okay uh Walter, you want to go with next question
1: Yeah 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 uh Ricardo honest here uh SaaS or on premise and why On prem uh because uh when something goes wrong, when you,
2: when you are a prem, you, you can see something. If you have a SaaS, usually you have just to pray and ask for, for a support that sometimes is bad. OK,
0: fair. Uh, we, we usually talk about cars, so we always have a question about car. Uh, so in your case, it's, uh, it's quite probably something you can expect. Uh, Ferrari or Lamborghini? Uh, Lamborghini.
1: Oh, man, are you the loud uh, and obnoxious guy? <laughs> <laughs> so why, why Lamborghini? Probably it is more expensive. I cannot
2: buy anything of them. <laughs> Not one of them, but probably Lamborghini. No Lamborghinis, but it's much more... Uh, you know, Ferrari is much more um, commercial. Lamborghini for the real man. Okay, true. That's, that, that's <laughs> what real Italian
0: guys are, are saying, so yeah. it's, good to, it's good to know.
1: Walter? Um, Yeah, next question. Uh, Magento security or shopware security? Uh, And then we're talking about the approach. Which uh, do you like Uh, the most? The most now Magento security.
2: But uh, actually, I cannot say just Magento security, but I I think that the uh, approach of shopware is going in the right way.
1: Okay, thank you.
2: Okay, uh, a question
0: for the company name. Uh, mage specialist or shopper specialist. Uh,
2: actually the company name is not mage specialist the skiller. Mage
1: specialist know, is a
0: Oh we know so we the, know the
2: question is not valid.
0: <laughs> okay. It was a tricky question, you don't want to answer. Uh, we will no, I will that. I will
2: we answer. Respect. I will answer. We we probably would be keeping mage specialist. Uh, okay because mage is not excited. yeah of course we created at the beginning because of Magento, but mage can mean actually everything and we are known with mage specialists so it will be silly too mm-hmm. but we'll, actually we have we still don't, don't have a precise idea especially because the recent acquisition so probably we'll be using the uh, other company name
0: sure yeah that was a tricky question just to make you make you make you laugh
1: <laughs> ricardo hey, okay hey, Maybe I have some one more last thing because this is a, a hilarious thing to also... A bonus uh, question, yeah. yeah. no, it's not another question. It's more like... Um, um, I met Ricardo, uh, I think, at um, Magenta uh, some, some Magento event. And I always uh, Magenta thought...
2: Magento Life Netherlands. Yeah, the no, Magenta life
1: yeah, Amsterdam, I guess. Amsterdam, um, yeah. yeah, so I already... F- I once asked Sander here, what is that crazy Dutch guy doing in Italy? <laughs> and that and that this kid. is a really bad thing here because <laughs> I always thought his name was Ricardo Terpstra. And <laughs> Ricardo Terpstra is a real Dutch name, you know, like I was, what is that <laughs> guy doing there? And, uh, you know, and then Sander Mangel told me, you know, but it's not Ricardo uh, Terpstra. It's Riccardo Tempesta. He's a real Italian. I said, Oh man, dude. Uh, shut up. Yeah, I know. You told me. You told me this. <laughs> it's, a bad, it's a really bad story, but it just something neat to share, I guess. But maybe we need to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny anyhow. <laughs> no,
0: we'll keep it we'll keep it. Okay, Ricardo. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for your time. I think it was quite interesting uh quite interesting uh discussion. So, uh yeah, we uh let's let's be in touch um and so for <laughs> everybody who's listening to this podcast, if you like this podcast, please uh share it, uh click it, give give us some stars. It helps us to to grow to get to the Uh, to the new people and stay tuned uh, for the next uh, episodes. Thank you.
1: See you next time, guys.